All right, starting in three, two, one. All right, and we are live yet again with, well, not yet again, it's a new damn show. This is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier after show, uh, which is really hard to type out, like, really long. Uh, that takes all my character count on, like, every platform that I do. But anyway, the point being, uh, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. Uh, don't watch this show unless you watch the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one uh, episode. Uh, that kicked everything off. We are here to talk about that. So, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. We also got co-host, Paul Lau. Paul Lau, say hi. Hi. I mean, Say hi to the camera. Wave hi. to the camera. Hi. Paul. Paul. Hi. Paul, take off the hat, Paul. What? Paul. No. Paul, we have guests, Paul. Hi. <laughs> Paul, looks, Paul looks so young. Paul looks so young without his facial hair. Paul. Paul, say hi to our guest, Darth Chaco, Paul. Paul, okay. say hi. Hello. Hi. Hello there. Hi. Hello there. <laughs> Bye. Yes, our guest is Darth Chaco back again. Uh, it was. It's literally been a month. It was. To, it was on this date in 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 February that uh, you were on the Wandavision uh, show. I saw. It was on the nineteenth. Is that crazy or what? I, I'm happy to be back, and I'm happy we're getting this this sick content you know what i mean like yeah i don't know let's let's keep it going i'm ex i'm excited <laughs> you're excited to talk about this oh yeah yeah uh okay we we got awesome awesome um we got awesome awesome uh commenters out there chatters chatter uppers as i like to call them uh i just want to do some shout outs we got mars bars in the comments we're on multiple platforms tonight I'm testing out my internet connection, seeing if I'm as cool as I think I am. Uh, we got exotic sounds out there. We got Aries out there. We got Matt Mori, uh, who did the theme song. So if you heard the theme song, that was Matt Mori himself uh, doing the Falcon and Winter Soldier after show theme song. Uh, we got, uh, uh, who else we got? We got Vagabondage out there that says, oh, white guy, no. Um, we got Miss Marauder, um, who says, okay, friends, on a scale of one to 10, how distracted were you by wanting to kiss Sebastian Stan on the mouth? Uh, uh, I, 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 11 out of 10. On a scale of one to 10. 11 out of 10? <laughs> he's, uh, he, he's a cutie pie. I get it. Uh, he's not my, he's not my type, but he, you know, I can see it. I can see it. We also got Ace Bronx out there on uh, YouTube. What's up, Ace oh, Bronx? Ace Bronx, thank you. Thank you for, uh, for popping out. Is that uh, someone I, you know? I was, yeah, we were watching it um, as a watch party in my Discord, so yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Um, so yeah, we're all over the place, so, you know, uh, uh, help uh, me if I forget uh, who's commenting where. We got a lot of people viewing in from a lot of different places, so awesome, great. We're gonna talk about this first episode. Uh, first, first and foremost, uh, 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 Darth Chaka, what were your thoughts going into this episode? Like, what do you what do you want from this from this series? What I want from it is what do um, you want from it? Uh, so what do you my, want my favorite, from me, man? <laughs> my uh, my my favorite MCU MCU movie. Wow, can't talk right now. Favorite MCU movie is Winter Soldier. So I want fa that favorite MC is of... MC Hammer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Yeah, what were you saying? Sorry, before I rudely interrupted. I prefer MC Escher, personally. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. That's, uh, um, <laughs> don't know where he's going with that. <laughs> that's like so many, that's like 5D chess, a drawing that yeah. MC Escher made. 
I could have called this crazy stairs. Uh, but yeah, I, I wanted that that type of um, uh, feeling like a like a spy thriller with that kind of frenetic but gritty action. You know, that's that's what I was coming into this wanting. Um, now I I have read the comic run where um, where Falcon takes up the shield, and I was curious where we we're gonna go with this because that run is like wildly political. And yes. there's a lot yes. of things in that run that line up exactly with what's been going on. <laughs> right. Uh, so I was curious if they were going to touch on that or or not. Well, yeah. I, we'll have to see, but they, they, they definitely did not go all out. How how dare you bring politics into my comics? Can't, can't the government <laughs> just choose for Sam Wilson not to be uh, Captain America and instead... <laughs> grab some random white guy and you not making it about politics. Come on. Um, that's obviously sarcasm. Uh, comics started off very, you know, politics driven, but um, yes, the Falcon run was very uh, politically driven. And uh, I'm wondering how much of that we're going to be getting uh, uh, in, in this show. Uh, Paul, did you, were you thinking about anything before uh, going into this? I was a blank slate. Um, tabula rasa. Tabula rasa. Uh, yeah. Or tabula Rachel. Um, yeah. That was bad. That was, oh, okay. That That's pretty bad. A little. Uh, no. I was just hoping, you know, uh, Winter Soldier would get reunited with his plums because we never got that kind of, you know, catharsis from Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? Honestly, I, I tried to keep it fresh because I uh, kind of had like a bomb explode in my face with WandaVision with my delusions of grandeur. And right. from what it looked like, I was like, oh, they're kind of billing this as um, lethal weapon. And they, I don't know, we'll get into the episode, but yeah, no, this is way smarter. And there's a lot of like military stuff that's like kind of realistic and grounded, which yeah. again, we'll get into. <laughs> Let's talk about the opposite of grounded. Let's talk about that opening scene that I thought was like movie quality shit, right? Oh yeah! literally not grounded. Literally the opposite of grounded is up uh -huh. in the air. Let's talk about let's talk about Falcon and those glider base jumping people and uh Batrock uh, uh, Bat Batrock the Leaper Batrock the Leper, were you gonna yes. say? He just he has, a, he has a skin he has a skin condition. He's falling that, apart. The winter soldier was also part of that group. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, where does arm fall off, boy? Uh, factor in there. Wow, I don't know if you remember that. Here. That's, that's yeah. Legion of Superheroes. Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> I just talked about him earlier today. That's so weird that you brought him up. I was on a podcast and they brought him up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's from Legion of Superheroes, I think." And uh, uh, it's so weird. Okay, the oh, second yeah. person to bring it up today. Super I'm gonna weird. get that on. Yeah. How much um, have I done? Batrock the Leaper leapt out of a helicopter. Also, he's not dead. I thought he was going to die, and they were like, okay, good. We just take him out unceremoniously. But he got out of there, but then he fell. So who knows? But, you know. It's a wingsuit. Uh, yeah. It's good. It's, it's and once they die on suit. screen, they're alive. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> and even then, it's it's effy. So. Yeah. Um, yes, George... George St. Pierre. Georges? George, like, he has an S in his name, but he has George, Georges St. Pierre uh, playing Batrock uh, the Leaper, mm -hmm. who uh, who is uh, 
not Baltrog uh, Superbeard, but I think that's a typo. Superbeard knows. Uh, Superbeard's in the comments. Uh, Miss Marauder. Yeah. So anyway, um, that, that beginning thing, it was movie quality action, right? That was like movie quality action scene. And uh, 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 we see a lot of, of uh, Sam working semi-alone, though there is that Torres guy who I believe is Joaquin Torres. That's the only Torres that I know in the comics. Uh, Joaquin Torres uh, ends up becoming the next Falcon after Falcon becomes Captain America. Um, so if you read the Falcon Captain America run, uh, Joaquin Torres is his like sidekick. How old um, do you think he is? He's in like the, for the movie, not the actual actor. For, uh, or for, the, for the show, show. <laughs> like it's for movie show, quality. Sorry, I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think he's he's too young because he seems to have some sort of experience and some sort of like autonomy to his like like going out alone without like backup and like infiltrate this group. But he seems he seems both green and not green at the same time. You know what I mean? Like like he is in a new role, but he is not new to kicking ass. Right, right. I think just he's done turned like twenty one. Asking, you think so? Just twenty one because like that's what we're doing to real soldiers is out of right. you know uh, physical training and boot yeah. camp. They're kids. They're kids going uh, out into the that's world. Such a, t- a terrifying thought. Uh, people, you know, understanding that they're 18 out there and, like, yeah. how I feel when I see, like, uh, you're still young. I don't know. Mm. Oh. Uh, Miss Marauder Miss Marauder says, I will say I mostly love the opening action scene but hated the GoPro shots. And then Vagabondage says, uh, do you think it was GoPro? I'm pretty sure it was all green screen. Um, <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Some of that looked like so, some practical effects. I'm sure, like, you know, like when you're doing skydiving, you can get real skydivers and do certain things, and then you overlay certain things, right? Or, or you just put a GoPro on a drone and fly it through a canyon. Okay. And then everybody else is CGI'd? You're not, nobody's actually jumping out of a plane? Oh, yes. no. I mean, I, I meant for, they said, like, the GoPro scenes specifically, oh. and I think that's that's easily done if you want to do it practical. Yeah. Yeah. At least, at least the moving, it. and then and then all you have to do is get put a GoPro on a person, and you just put that yeah. person in the background scene. I can do yeah. that. Just yeah, yeah. A quick mask. Like, yeah. Well, what? Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is like, do you think all those like base jumper glider people were actually gliding? Wait, are those gl- those gliders are real, right? Those are base jumping gliders, right? They're real, but they don't quite work like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Guy, not at all. Guys, you can't guys. casually just sit down in, in a helicopter. <laughs> like, that part no, would weird, no. weird me out. Uh, when they, like, get back in, I, yeah. with the blades spinning, no, I'm like... No, they can't. I know they can't do that. They can, I'm they, not... They can go back into a plane. That was, also, like, a real stunt yeah. in a James Bond movie. Also, they... Um, their overall plot, like, the bad guy's plan seemed... To, Highly convoluted with a lot of like <laughs> movie. All right, just so hop from helicopter to helicopter. Is that but, was but the, right, that was contingencies plan, right? though? But we'll yeah. have more helicopters shooting missiles. Like I, I don't know. I I feel I just feel like there was much easier ways. <laughs> Marty, the Libyans. We have to get to Libya. <laughs> uh. What's funny is they brought up Tunisia, and and Brandon, I'm sure you can appreciate Tatooine, this. Yeah. My, early, 
Yeah, my earliest memory is I don't even know. Like when I was a kid, I didn't even know like where Tunisia was, other than Tatooine, and then and then now it's like I still only know of Tunisia as Tatooine, but you know <laughs> where they film Hoth. Um, in it. It was a Scandinavia. It was like Norway, I believe. Oh, okay. Either Norway or Sweden. And they literally filmed it from the hallway of the hotel they were staying in. Mm. So all the crew was inside. Yeah. <laughs> inside the hotel yeah, yeah, yeah. filming. Inside, and everyone right. else was freezing in the snow. And they're like, yeah, sorry yeah. about that, guys. Miss mm. um, Marauder, yeah, uh, sh- she was saying, yeah, uh, sorry she derailed it with the GoPro comment. The, I get what you mean. The, the shots that are just on their face, right? We're talking... Like those shots when they're like, f- when he's flying through the canyon and the shot's just right on his face. Is that the GoPro shot? I'm assuming. Anyway, uh, I just really like that, that that opening scene. Classic action movie, like starter. Like, you know, like if they didn't do it, then um, like John McClane would have done it in like a seventh Die Hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where was uh, Falcon's Uzis? He has like two Uzis that come from the backpack. Like yeah. he decided to, or even just a sidearm. He's just like going in, like <laughs> Taekwondo roundhouse, Taekwondo right. hook kick in a in a cargo plane, which is not easy. Yeah. Um, I yeah. thought that was weird. <laughs> I mean, I assumed he didn't want to shoot the plane because the plane would crash. But you I still mean, have it on you. You don't have yeah. to, you know. Right. It would have. I mean, Red Wing yeah. was plenty arms though. <laughs> but all Red Wing did was like take out the door. And then the door flies off, right? Yeah. Yeah, there was no, like, decompression or anything. I guess I don't understand how that all works. Uh, decompression like... only works at a really high altitude. Oh, okay, they were low enough. Yeah, it. yeah. When you're when you're lower, like, at helicopter height, like, helicopters don't have air compression because helicopters can't go that high anyway. So they're at the height of the helicopter anyway. Yeah. You know? Also, uh, Bat Rock leaving the door open to the pilot. Mm-mm. Because remember when you mean the, pilot the pilot that gets shot? Yeah. 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 I was like, what? Man. <laughs> like an RV. Would... <laughs> the open. FAA would be all over that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, Superbeard Super Beard is corroborating my story. Superbeard says cargo planes typically fly lower to avoid compression issues. There we go. Now we know, and knowing is half the battle. The bullet went After... through the door? What? I mean... No, no, no. He's saying. What? It says anyway. he didn't. The bullet went through the door, and I'm like. I mean, okay. we didn't see a door, right? But anyway, the point being is, okay. is that uh, uh, what was I? What was I saying? Um, uh, oh, next scene. Let's move on. Next scene is a flashback of Bucky just ripping through those Russian guys and then killing the kid at that door, right? Yeah. And oh, man. Uh, he looks like Grant. I from thought it was Mythbusters. a. I thought it would just be, uh, you know, <laughs> just a sad guy that he killed, and that comes back to bite him. In a little bit, um, you find out that that was the son of Mr. Nakajima, right? Who yeah. Bucky is going through a list of people that uh, you know his his mistakes, right? Whether it's it's one way or another, that he either put a Hydra person in power that he needs to fix, or he kills a son of somebody and he needs to make amends for that. Uh, which I think is a really interesting um, plot for for uh, Bucky to have. The therapist this. scene was right before he meets up. Yeah, the therapist scene's right before and talks and about the amends. Yeah. Really important scene, I think. Because... Uh, yeah. He, yeah, go ahead. Oh, you're disagreeing. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I, I want to say... One thing that did happen before that is when we see him wake up, 
Um, I just like the little nod that he's sleeping on the floor uh, yeah. that we got in Winter Soldier where you're coming back from war and a bed is too soft. Um, Feels like a marshmallow. It's just going to suck yeah. you in. Which which just stands... I mean, uh, now it makes me look forward to the relationship even more because Sam is the guy that helps rehabilitate soldiers into yeah. civilian life. So yeah. I, I can't wait to see more of that dynamic play out. Yeah. I... It, it, it has to suck for Bucky because he did those things, but he wasn't in control of himself, right? And, like, I don't know whether we have a real-life allegory uh, for that, per se, other than, like, the insanity defense that we use, but, like, that sucks. Like, it was his body that pulled the trigger. It's his memories. It's his dreams, and uh, uh, but he didn't choose to do that stuff. Right. He well, was... Yeah. essentially held hostage right in well, his own he, body yeah he so he killed t'chaka and he killed right. mr or no Howard he didn't kill t'chaka baron zemo killed t'chaka he I framed the it bomb. on bucky oh that's right he framed it on bucky okay yeah okay okay paul just, paul pauses right now he's like oh my god i now understand marvel <laughs> like now i didn't understand it before but now all the puzzle pieces are coming together you yeah. know it's just yeah, bad, bad recall now. bad recall oh, happens yeah, <laughs> I, I just made a mistake. It's yeah, yeah. No, uh, but yeah, no. You, I mean, he's done a lot, right? He killed mm -hmm. the Starks. You know. Yeah. Um, Vagabondage says, "Who else?" For a second thought, Yuri was a uh, 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 one hundred and six year old Jim Marita from the Howling Commandos. I did not think that, I but had I that did. Think, I had that thought. I, yeah. I didn't think it was that guy specifically, but I think did think it was like an old war buddy. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, well, because Jim Marita is uh, his it's grandson, Pete, Peter Parker's uh, principal, principal yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I like how that they wrote that in. Uh, yeah, I'm from Fresno, Ace. Um, that we're taken defectors, <laughs> yeah, uh, Brooklyn, and so, uh, but but I mean, it's even sadder when he like this old man is so sad and lost, you know, not knowing. That is, you know, son died by by uh, Bucky's hands, and uh, I don't know. That was just super real. Yeah. Also, doesn't it suck that like any girl is too young for Bucky? Like, who who can Bucky date? I mean, I feel that way sometimes. <laughs> A man out of time. Do you? Yeah. Do you, Paul? Well, I pass for like. Well, I, when I was thirty, I would pass for twenty, and then I no. try to like talk to people about pop culture and then just hope that their parents never showed them movies that weren't classics. Okay. <laughs> it worked out a couple times. All right. You know, but it happens. What were, what were you going to say, Brandon? Oh, no, I, I was just going to out myself. Uh, because, I mean, I, I am married, but my, uh, my wife is, is young, so... <laughs> So yeah, I, I don't have freeness of speech on either uh, on either I, side. So you're pleading the fifth here. You're pleading Age, the fifth. Exactly. <laughs> Age is just uh, a number. It's all about the soul. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm not gonna comment on this. So we're gonna. <laughs> I, I think I, I agree with uh, I agree with Superbeard. Superbeard says you gotta let his age thing go, right? Like Bucky is still technically in his 30s, being frozen for so long. Yeah. Same with Cap. Same with Bucky. Like, they're I don't think they're it's quite age. the same. I mean, he he got taken out 
and Sorry, and yeah. saw some stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, but did he? But, age? but he still he still has he still has the old value system. Yeah. From back then, which makes yeah. me wonder if that's gonna come into play with uh, with Sam. <laughs> with which? How how much so? I, I'm just saying, uh, yeah. America in the '40s was a little different. That's that's right. Well, I mean, he, he did spend time in Wakanda, so it's not like yeah. if that's what. I'm sorry, he found him in Wakanda. Uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I I, I didn't even think about that. Uh, I it's something I've always wondered about, like when Cap first got unfrozen and he runs out to New York City, he's like. The hell's happening? Well, he yeah. says it though too. The highest ranking did he say Negro or black officer? I don't I think he said African American or black. I don't think he said Negro in Well, the, it's just I'm I don't like Captain I didn't America. want to say it as it came out. No, of no, mouth, no, no, no. But, they would have. Well, because that's that's, that. that's based off of the ultimates. No, that like because right. in the ultimates it it happens and that Captain America in like Ultimate Captain America is a dickhole. And like yeah. he says it yeah. plainly. And it's it's yeah. very awkward, and that's with Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury in the comic. It's right. so weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, uh, Cap tipped Nick Fury when he first uh, met him. Was <laughs> what? Is that from the TikTok discussion, or is that from what? the elevator scene when they were in Winter Soldier when Nick Fury's talking about how his great grandfather was an elevator operator with a paper bag full of singles? From tips oh. and a revolver and a twenty-two <laughs> magnum. <laughs> That's got some kick. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even remember that part. But I, I, I just, just watched it before, and then like oh, yeah? streaming, and then I like literally yeah. the worst gun to have in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Everyone's deaf now. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, they're they're talking about the tip. No, I'm just trying to read the uh, comments, and they're talking about the tip and everything. But it's a it's a bet, ten dollar bet on seeing something that would surprise him. He didn't tip him. Um, uh, we 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 see a little bit of a view of uh, well, we see in the beginning we see Rhodey and Sam uh, together talking about you know Captain America is gone again. What does that mean? I'm not quite sure. Cause, so. I mean, it, I don't believe it. It means that he's dead, but everyone I don't thinks think so. that he's dead because he's super yeah. old and no one's going to yeah. recognize him. Um, I don't think they even know he's old, though. Yeah, I mean, no, no one but you know Sam and Bucky probably know the rest yeah. of the Avengers, but yeah, none of them, the world does wouldn't know that. Right. I believe this is six months later. Yeah, this is six months later. My condolences um, was the banker. Is that what clues us in that everyone thinks he's dead? Or Steve is dead. No, also, uh, no. Also condolences the was for Stark. <laughs> yeah, condolences was from Stark. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's said, right. Can the Stark billionaire. Give you money? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can Stark give you money? My condolences, by the way. Going way too uh, far ahead. Um. Okay, so like, like we deal with Rhodey and Sam. Sam gives up the shield. He does not want to be it. He's like Cap. That's Cap, right? And the, the other guy, that dickhole, whoever that is in the Department of Defense or whatever, that guy was like. You made a good call, son. Like giving the shield back, and then like later, he's like, "Oh yeah, I gave that shield to that one guy. Who's that one guy? You never met. Oh okay, you, you John can't Walker. Regift. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, didn't Hayward say there's $19 billion of vibranium where Vision was? So how much is that shield actually worth where you just give it to some guy? Or, yeah, or put it in the Smithsonian. That's a lot of vibranium to put in the Smithsonian, Or just right? do what everyone does and have a replica. So you don't have burglars get your NFT and then now you're out $100,000 or whatever. I don't know even know how <laughs> NFTs work any, anyway, but okay. Uh, I'm just using modern priceless art, so. Yeah. Uh, Mona Lisa? Uh, you're right. That would be a lot of vibranium. That would be a lot of Thank vibranium. Um, but, uh, 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 Brandon, tell me, tell me what you thought about this about this episode as we as we went along. Um, uh, just in general, overall for the for the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, I yeah I enjoyed I enjoyed the heck out of it. I mean, it, it's it's actually doing the most world building that we've seen post blip um, mm -hmm. already. The first episode, you know, there's billions of people that it just came back after five years so all of the rules are, are changing and there was this whole five-year period where all these criminals or whatever could take advantage of the chaos how do mm. you how do you put it back in the bottle everyone comes back all these people remember things one way everyone who's lived the past five years things have changed things have adjusted uh, different lines have have been drawn. I'm sure in certain countries, like borders have changed and and stuff yeah. like that. Um, powers yeah. have changed. How, how do you, you know he can't get an SBA loan? And yeah, um, like what kind of writer would make a reality where America doesn't take care of its own? And then I was like, oh wait, oh, no, we're living wait. it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I uh yeah uh. This was like the realest that I've seen them like Marvel get. Like when 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 okay, when you're kids, you ever imagine as you're reading comics, you're like, one day they're gonna make a TV show, it's gonna be super cool, and they're also gonna talk about bank loans. <laughs> like that's what I want out of my Marvel content. Bank yeah. loans. Depends on uh, what yeah. era of I mean, yeah. I like I like the prequels, so <laughs> the uh, banking yeah, claim, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those uh, I mean, trade trade tariffs and yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and blockades and uh yeah uh that no, I mean, my people cool. are dying they uh they brought in some real some real shit with with sam i mean we still haven't seen sam and bucky team up yet like they haven't even like come across each other yet yeah. bucky is sam's is, trying is ignoring sam and where's yeah. wade wilson in all this the, the wilson sibling no one talks oh about. yeah Oh, the third Wilson. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, what was funny is they called him Uncle Sam. They called Sam yeah. Uncle Sam. I thought that was cute. Um, I did not pick up on that. Dang it. You didn't think it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his nephews, you know? And they're all dealing with, like, a different sense of reality. Uh, Vag, uh, Superbeard says um, he's not just some guy. John Walker's not just some guy. He's a chosen soldier meant to replace Cap as their new hero. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I know he's not just some guy. But like, it's a dick move. It's a dick move. How is Sam? Uh, uh, Brandon, tell me. Uh, we'll go with you first, and then we'll go with Paul. Uh, like Sam, how how do you think Sam's feeling at that moment, where like well, they're making this big spectacle about a new Captain America? I mean, you got he's wearing a mask, but you can still see his face. And you, he was a smug. Like he looked like he was smelling his own farts. That's just a facial expression. Like he. Uh, 
yeah, you can tell that guy's uh, a dick. And Sam is not going to be happy because he gave up the shield for a reason. Yeah. Um, because, be, and, and yeah, he has to realize that someone someone has to do it. He's feeling like no one can live up to Steve. They're saying, that doesn't matter. We just need another one. And this, you know, U.S. agent is the guy. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, I, I see it from two things. One is Sam gave up the, the shield for a reason. And then number two is why did the Department of Defense want him to give back the shield saying it was better for him not to be Captain America, yet they appoint another Captain America who, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it's on all of our minds. He didn't even fight Thanos. Where the fuck was John Walker when they are fighting Thanos, huh? Did he not have powers? Did he, was he just at home, chilling? Eating kid cuisine? What is he doing? You know? Kid cuisine? Okay, I don't know. How old is he? I don't know. <laughs> what kind of frozen food knowledge do you have? There's Hungry Man's. There's Tyson Chicken Nuggies. We could have done uh, the Salisbury Steak Six Pack. No, which no, I, I chose it. Of. I chose it. Kid cuisine. Kid Sweet cuisine. Excuse Justin me. R. Thorson. Justin R. Thorson. Oh, Justin Thorson. Hit it on the head. It's a race issue. It's a race issue. And uh, uh, I think that this is just the beginning of them uh, uh, digging a little bit deeper into how race plays a part in this MCU world. Because for the MCU world to be as close to our world, there's going to have to be that. Otherwise, what? They live in a Disney world where that doesn't matter? Um, I was afraid this... I was afraid. I mean, it is a Disney World, but you know what I'm talking about, like a you know a fantastic fairy tale of a Disney princess thing. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. What I'm what I'm saying though is like I'm a, I was afraid that they wouldn't tackle these sort of things because these are themes that are so prevalent in the Falcon uh, series where where it's Sam Wilson, Captain America, is like races and those racial issues are a big thing. Um, and I was afraid they like, might tackle it, but I think are they, are they gonna do it? Are they gonna do it? But yeah, looks like looks like they are gonna do it. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and just just to add one last thing, I, I don't think it was kid cuisine, I, but I can see him eating Chef Borodi. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. eating, eating ravioli. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's in MREs, right? What don't in, know what that means. What's MREs? Oh, uh, meals ready to eat. The military yeah. they have oh. like Chef Borodi where you heat it on like a fire or an yeah. engine. Uh. Yeah, I, I actually super loved uh, everything, the interaction with the family and um, his sister. And they didn't cut corners when trying to understand, like, from the wharf where they were, like, at the ship. Oh, like, I thought you were talking about Star Trek, but yes. Yeah, from the Michael Dorn. Yeah, Michael Dorn wharf. <laughs> Suck my ridges. And then all the way to, <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, just being in Louisiana and just having to deal with all that and... Yeah, they were just, it was just super real, super brother and sister. Like, I, here's the thing. It's kind of like uh, the law of relativity. I just watched Snyder Cut. So now I'm in a world where people have, like, emotions and depth. Right. I hate throwing shade where it doesn't need to be thrown, but that's where I'm at right, right. now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to think about Snyder Cut when I'm when I'm talking about this. I'm trying not to. You're, you're, uh, you're right to do that, yeah. Um, uh, cause I, I don't want to, I don't want to mix them 
up and kind of, I don't know. Uh, Exotic Sound says, I tried a beef stew one, and I was amazed how you put water in the paper packet thing and it heats up. Like, wow, they're expensive as fuck, though. That's what Exotic Sound says. It depends on what the expiration date is and mm. where you get it from. Yeah. But yeah, um, a thermic reaction. Were you were you uh, in the military? No, had a lot of friends. Mm, okay. Yeah, my uh, my parents are refugees. Well, I mean, we're a family of refugees. So I did was like, oh, I'll pay for college like this. And my dad's like, what? What? No, we just got out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, don't go good, back there. <laughs> yeah, good point. Wow, <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> so. Um, hear the edits. Hear the edits or hear the dits. Uh, says I just came off Snyder Cut too. And then just a weird face they put. Uh, Vagabond says, back to the racial tension setup. That's definitely what the bank scene was put in there for. Uh, I mean, that that bank scene also, that was like dipping the toe in before you dip the whole foot in for, you know. And like, I think it's going to continue from from here. I, I have some theories about what's going to happen in this show. Um, we should uh, talk about Flag Smashers? Let's talk about Flag Smashers. Um, they, the mask is cool. Yeah, the masks are cool. It's simple they're, but cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're putting up those symbols all over the place, even in Tunisia, right? Um, that's what AR found. Yeah, yeah, with AR. They seem to know their way around the internet. They're all about like open borders, which is interesting. I'm interested on how they play that with current politics uh, and how that plays out. But. Um, we obviously know there's that girl, right? There's that curly-haired girl that's in the trailers. Like, we know she's important. Um, and then there's that guy who jumps from, like, super high up with the two bags, and then he kicks the guy. Like, who's that guy? Is he a super soldier? Is there, like, a black market super soldier serum? We're going to get a like power in, broker? In the Hulk? Yeah, maybe. You know? Uh, are, are, are people dealing with that? Like, did, did someone recreate the super soldier serum? And if so, oh yeah, John Walker. He's going to have to have the super soldier serum, right? He's not just going to be a normal person, right? Is, is Nomad going to show up? Are we going to get... <laughs> technically, huh? technically, what? No, no, not Nomad. Patriot was in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, yeah, <laughs> as the director of Shield, but that's not even in continuity anymore. We don't even know. We but don't know. I mean, potentially, and you know, I hate to go super speculative, but yeah, uh, if they if they did recreate it, uh, I'm sure there were some some test subjects, uh, uh -huh. perhaps one named Isaiah Bradley. Uh, that's yeah, I I I yeah, Isaiah Bradley. Um, you want to explain Isaiah Bradley, Brandon? Um, yeah. Basically, they were trying to recreate the formula, and they decided way back in in the day that they were going to yeah. test it on uh, on people that look like me. Most of yeah. them got uh, uh, either deformed and sometimes dead, often dead. Yeah. But Isaiah Bradley did take to it, and he. Yeah, he, he became a version of Captain America for, for a while, yeah. and he's he's awesome. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, though. Wasn't it the predecessor? Wasn't it originally written as it was the serum before the serum and that they had to test it on lab rats, essentially, which were the African-American soldiers 
in World War II. Like, technically, Isaiah Bradley was the first super soldier, but he gets wiped from history because... Yeah, I believe so. He wasn't the public super soldier. So, um, but he ends up having some problems when he's, like, old, right? He gets, like, dementia or something. Uh, and his grandson is Eli Bradley of Young Avengers. And so... Um, it was a super controversial comic when it came out, and uh, I, uh, I am thinking it's going to be part of this series. Um, Isaiah Bradley, Eli Bradley, John Walker. It's probably all kind of running through the fact that the government might have had the Thunderbolts. The to, you know, is that your theory? Is your theory the Thunderbolts? No, but no, no. But this this could end up in a situation where they're trying to create some type of new team and who knows because we, we got Zemo in the mix I I, I don't know I mean yeah I, I just I, I love them so <laughs> yeah um uh let's see um let's see uh they're they're calling out uh people in the comments are calling out Thunderbolt Ross so Thunderbolt Ross Ross's dealings with the super soldier serum feels like it's all over this I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Thunderbolt Ross is in this show. I mean, he hasn't been said to be in it, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he essentially did, like, make that knockoff serum that Emil Blonsky took to become Abomination. Uh, that was like a knockoff super soldier serum, too. So it all kind of fits together. And um, I just thought about Rick old. Jones. Oh, sorry. Oh, Rick Jones. Yeah, I love as a bomb. A bomb. Oh, as a bomb. I mean, yeah. Rick Jones has had like so many different powers. He had the bands, and uh, what else has he had? Anyways, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Thunderbolt Ross, he, and then his he had the quantum, quantum bands. I'm pretty sure he had yeah. the quantum bands. Oh. I, I, Rick John, Rick Jones did. Yeah, and then he was a bomb, and then something else, right? He's yeah, he's like the Jimmy Olsen of the Marvel universe. Yeah. He just yeah. needs to turn into God. Well, A bomb is kind of like a small Godzilla, but <laughs> got it. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Superbeard says it probably won't, as Disney doesn't own it. Oh, Disney doesn't own the Norton Hulk. I wouldn't be surprised if the Norton Hulk movie shows up on Disney Plus in the next two weeks. It's still owned by Lionsgate it's and Universal for Universal, distribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some weird things there. But, but Thunderbolt Ross movie. specifically, so they, they like that one is like a weird license uh, because they, they can use any of the characters. They just can't make yeah. a solo film. So yeah. we could definitely get Thunderbolt Ross as he was already in the MCU. He was right in, in Civil War. I mean, he's in Civil and this War. Is, and this is the continuation of Cap's story. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, not, not to mention in the She-Hulk series that's going to be coming out, um, uh, uh, in the She-Hulk series, uh, we're we're getting Hulk and Abomination. Is it really? Animated? Yeah, it's not animated. No, we're getting oh. Hulk and Abomination. Last I heard. Uh, okay. You know, if I'm we're wrong, getting so totally we're, awesome Hulk. <laughs> uh, uh, we're talking Amadeus Cho. Because because the the woman that built um that built the body of Vision. Yeah. Yeah. It's Helen Chow. Or Helen Chow or Helen Cho? It was Cho. It was Cho. Yeah. It was Cho. Okay. I I don't know if there's any relation there, but it might be cool if there was. (laughs) That's what I thought they were setting up. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, all in good time. Marvel's taking their time with it, and, and it, it, it's fine. I'm fine with that. Hulk out um, heroes right now. Then we do Venom heroes. Then we do Carnage heroes. Then everybody gets the power cosmic. And then only Aunt May has the power cosmic as the golden oldie. And then we do a... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Mark Although, Ruffalo is... Yeah. Oh, just, just real quick, though. If we end up with the War of the Realms, I would be so happy because I had a blast... Uh, with that storyline, what was that, two years ago now? Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like this could, I mean, we could tie into there. We're, we're getting we're getting Mighty Thor with Jane Foster and all this stuff. I, I know, we'll see. Uh, I mean, again, all in good time. They're doing deep cuts on some of this stuff. Again, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised to see Isaiah Bradley. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Eli Bradley. I wouldn't be surprised if that curly-haired girl is Red Skull's daughter, Sin. It's possible. It's possible. Um, you know, uh, all these characters. I Marvel has been pretty good with not creating original characters, right? Like yeah. other than Trevor Slattery, which was the biggest U-turn, uh, left turn U-turn that like. <laughs> oh, I'm not the Mandarin. I'm Trevor Slattery. Please, I do not want to die. <laughs> <laughs> you you guys saw the, the the one shot though, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Haley yeah. King. Yeah. There's yeah. Uh, somebody in our Facebook group, the underground LA comic group, that hates uh, Winter Soldier, and I'm just like, how? If you oh, take everything that's, that was that's going Jill. on, that's it, Jill. She thinks Winter Soldier's overrated. But that's like her ongoing joke, so I don't know. Oh, it's a joke. Okay, I don't know. It could. I don't think. No, I think she's serious. But I think now it's become like an ongoing thing. Oh. Um, Overrated uh, and and not liking it are very different things. Although, uh, although I come from the Star Wars fandom, and a lot of people don't understand that (laughs) you cannot like something, it doesn't mean it's the worst thing that was ever created in the history of mankind. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, if you guys have uh, more thoughts about the show, uh, uh, feel free to talk about it. I'm uh, re- going towards the comments because I want to know what other people uh, have to say as well. Mostly because, okay, so here's the thing about this show and this after show. It's not like WandaVision. This sh- this show is pretty straightforward. And I think that like if it goes down the road that I think it is, which is like race-related uh, political conflict... Uh, then that's going to be the subject matter and the commentary like we end up having to talk about on the after show as opposed to whether or not Mephisto is going to show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Less symbolism, like, I don't know. more allegory. Yeah. And whether, like, we can be speculative in this show, I'm not quite sure. Um, Exotic Sound says, yeah, what do you guys think about this being a way to introduce a Black Panther Wakanda influence? To, to what? To, that's what Exotic Sounds is asking. To this show? Because I think that, like, this show won't have Black Panther or Wakanda influence, even if it does with a deal with race relations. Because I think that, like, the 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 themes that were set up in Black Panther about uh, African countries <laughs> and <marauder>. colonization. <laughs> What's up? Let's sing the song. <laughs> Racism was Mephisto all along. So the sister... <laughs> <laughs> it was racism all along. <laughs> um, but uh, what, what I was just going to say is the themes of Black Panther are different than the themes of, like, 
uh, like African Americans in in America. Like yeah. if you're hitting if you're hitting about um, uh, American history and if you're hitting Isaiah Bradley, that's a whole different like like I'm I mean because Killmonger you know, is the the Ameri- African American commentary. It, yeah. 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 Um, so who knows? Uh, here are the edits or here are the dits. Why do I get a weird feeling that the chick Bucky dated is going to be revealed to be a part of the Flag Smashers? That happens a lot in these action-type movies where it's like, not that she's a bad guy, but she's just like, oh, I found this new like group of people, and they're like not that bad, and I'm going to show up to the rally. Doesn't that happen a lot in like these action movies? Yeah. I mean, what what is that going to mean to you guys, though? If maybe she's not part of it, but you find out that... Uh the the old guy's son was actually a part of what was going on it wasn't actually an innocent bystander oh and and, and bucky has created his identity off of the guilt over this i know huh also hey uh, harith uh just just want to call out harith oh is that harith yes that harith edits i can't i don't know where the space is i don't know harith i'm just I'm what I was trying to read the username and I was like, obviously here, here are the dits. <laughs> uh, but that wasn't right. Okay, now I know Harith. Okay. Um here the yeah. Uh I, I I don't know. Um uh I'm interested to see where this show goes. Uh I think it's gonna be less speculation and it's more straightforward. I think that the demographics for WandaVision are the different than the demographics for this show. I think that this show is more in tune with Winter Soldier. It's more and it's good. It's good. It's definitely good. But it's more in tune with like the classic Marvel spy thriller formula. That yeah, pe- there are a lot of people that loved WandaVision that will not be into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that's fine because there's a lot of people who are into Falcon and Winter Soldier that did not like WandaVision, right? Is but there, you know what? There, yeah, yeah. I've I definitely have seen quite a few, but I also have made quite a few friends who just had zero interest in the MCU until Wandavision. Yeah, and have been going back and rewatching everything and enjoying them quite a bit and picking up comics and, and stuff. So I, yeah. I don't know. Is uh is screaming nam uh screaming nam namaste. Is she what she's watching? I think the MCU movies for the she's first like, time. Yeah, yeah, uh, which I think is cool. Like it, you know, it, whatever you know, whatever gets you into it, and whatever degree you want to be into it. I think that WandaVision finally, by changing the formula and proving that like they can do things different, then it shows that the MCU doesn't have to be this one thing. Even though I don't think the MCU is like a one trick pony. I'm saying like WandaVision was so out there that like I can see how that's like a good gateway for people to get into Marvel uh, movies. Yeah, what you know? sucks is the is that trailers have to. There's only like what three types of trailers now, where it's like uh, the bong noise from like Tenet or something, or uh, Fast and the Furious. They just show you every set piece. And you have no idea what the story is. Not that there is a story. And it's then, like uh, story. Yeah, I, I want know, to see I a know. guy swing sure. across a rope on a car. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, WandaVision is visually like just colorful or not colorful, and it's all with purpose. So, and yeah. It's also, also, it's intriguing and it's female-led. WandaVision was different. 
And thus, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of female fans come in because of Wandavision. You know. Um, well, I mean, cool. I also, it's it's not only that it was female led, but it's the first time that they've ever actually written a female. <laughs> like as as uh, much as, yeah. as I love I love Winter Soldier it is my favorite one. It doesn't do justice to to Nat at at all because she becomes. Uh, so in, these movies have a habit of, you know, well, not just these movies, but you have your main character and the side characters prop up the main characters, which right. means that they become whatever is necessary to aid in the story. So right. uh, Natasha in that is like, you know, a sexy spy. She becomes like, is, is she going to be his love interest to keep these things excited then she right. can be a damsel in distress for him to rescue then she can save him then she becomes matronly and like picks them up when they're at their lowest point and kind of is just like a catch-all not that people mm-hmm. aren't multifaceted but they didn't um you know i i think wandavision really showed people that they could really develop the characters and have amazing performances because they acted their faces off um, in that series, and yeah. if they can bring that same depth to this, I think everyone will mm-hmm. love it. I think you just couldn't do that level of depth with movies. We have a longer form factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I hate to... Uh, no, I'm not going to bring it up. Um, uh, <laughs> I have unless, realization. you know, movies... Unless movies are, like, four hours long from now on. Oh, right? yeah. Please, um, never again. Not release at midnight, anyway. <laughs> I'm going to just break uh, it up yeah um I, I pulled a hondo anaka so i saw it <laughs> at a reasonable time oh god i what, don't mind. what is don't worry what's about pulling it. a hondo anaka just don't worry about it it's cool i know the character but like i'm trying to figure out okay i won't worry about I it i saw him in real life at disneyland <laughs> uh at the moment um, miss marauder is correct she says uh no they had time to focus on every male character so I guess mo- like the the fact that it's a movie does not mean that like like nobody gets focused on. I mean they do, yeah, yeah. And then the female characters support the male characters, um, and it's everything's from the male gaze. Um, Remember the male gaze G A Z E, yeah, not G A Y S. Everything's I, I, not from the male gaze, <laughs> but you know. Narr- yeah, a narrative in the, in Wandavision though was all our ideas were male focused as the actual like. Um, uh, architect of the plans. So it's like, because Mephisto is this shirtless demon and has no breasts, so we just assume it's a male, even though it's probably more of an entity, right? The Prince of Lies, yes. we've already given it a gender. But um, yeah. but yeah, like Ma- Major Goodner, we're like, oh, it's Reed Richards, a dude. It's like, no, but she no. said my guy. That's the only reason. I originally, okay, when she fair. said my friend, the aerospace engineer, I thought of different things, but when she said my guy on the outside or whatever that's going to meet us, she said, my guy, I thought that meant a guy. Okay. I, I Or it could just be code. I don't know, because maybe that's just patriarchal, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, in our language. Like, yeah, what's up, dudes? Yeah. yeah, I when I call girls dudes, and I'm like, okay, yeah. well, that wasn't intentional. That's just, yeah. you know, my pronouns that I throw out there. Uh, right. But, yeah. Right. Like, uh, Superbeard says, Super says they had time to focus on the main characters. Unfortunately, it's been male-centric films. Captain Marvel and soon Black Widow will focus on the female heroes. Uh, Monica also said he will meet us in an hour. Yeah, he I will think meet us in. Gamora no, no, though. Did, did 
Anyway, what, what's that? I was just going to say Gamora. Gamora. And... I've, I've heard arguments that Gamora really just serves as a love interest for, for Peter Quill. And that she shouldn't fall for Peter Quill. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And that's not Gamora from the comics for sure. Oh no, not a well. It's not Drax from the comics either. So. That's very, right. Very, you, Drax, Drax very on the sax. Yeah. Drax on the sax. Yeah. Drax plays the saxophone in the comics. He's he a jazz in, sax player. Oh, I didn't know that. Did he play in it? the comics? He is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he did he play it in the music video with David Hasselhoff? I don't know. Was that his gimmick? Because I could have sworn that might have been their callback to it. Drax's origin in the comics is weird. He was a jazz sax player that died in a car crash with his daughter <laughs> or something. Sorry, and then his spirit, the his spirit got reborn as Jack, Drax <laughs> the Destroyer. He has like Hulk level strength. Right. Right. And his costume was weird too. Cause he had like a skull on like in the middle of his forehead, oh, and he had like like a vision. No, it was a skull. It was a and skull. It was a, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, it was like almost a vision thing. And Miss then he Cape had a big vision too, cape. So. Yeah. And like, and he had underwear. Like, but which that, wore it better? That's true. <laughs> but it's Mystique. Yeah. She can make anything work because she's she can shape change. I yeah. never got why Mystique has skulls. Like it never like as her aesthetic. It didn't make any. It doesn't make any sense to me. You wouldn't get anyway, it. <laughs> I mean, um, you clearly don't shop at Hot Topic, so. <laughs> Would you like to see yeah, my no. credit card, my black credit card for Hot Topic? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, interesting. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading through the comments. Uh, Gamora wasn't explored enough for sure. Miss uh, Marauder says she was a love interest and then gets fridged. Definitely. I mean, she got fridged, um, but she was Thanos's when Thanos was raising her in the films. I thought there was a little bit of depth. Oh upbringing. no! I think there's depth to her, but like as a she, daughter figure. Yeah, but you're right. But she is her a death sucked. Um, uh, yeah, but basically, uh, what do you, what do you guys what do you guys foresee happening in this show? Because there's like six hour long episodes, right? Ish. This was like forty five minutes, right? Fifty minutes. Uh, like, are oh. do you guys think that this is gonna be get as crazy as Wandavision? Is it gonna be? Is it gonna like? How much intrigue, political intrigue, is there going to be? Yeah, I mean that's that's where my mind went. Is there's going to be twists and turns with the plot, but it's gonna it's we're not going to be wondering what is real. Like what, we're not going to be pondering um, our existence. <laughs> and right, the, right. The, there'll be a lot less. No, there'll probably be a lot of philosophy still um, about like I what hope should so. a border? What what are borders? Why yeah. are these arbitrary lines there? They didn't service the past five years. Should they service yeah. now? Uh, it should the goal be to get things back to how it was five years ago, uh, before all this happened, or should our goal be to move forward with what we have gained over that time period? There's a there's a lot of a lot of questions. How do you feel about yeah. Bucky's pardoning? Are you cool with it? I I like it only because they have therapy written into his pardoning. Because in these type of movies, you get pardoned so easy, and they never mention therapy. But I like right. the fact that his pardon includes therapy. Right. I I love it for for narrative purposes. It just it, it it's it's just too big of a hurdle for the character to get over naturally if everywhere they go in the country they are seen as 
uh, like an assassin with like countless deaths um, on their hands. But yeah. it also, you know, makes him an innocent man and actually able to live a normal life. It gives him the freedom that, you know, Cap was always wishing for. Is he going to be able to achieve it? We don't know. Also, I love that his first words were Hail Hydra. Felt like that was a nod to the to the comic as well. But mm. uh, where, where Cap says Hail Hydra and uh, yeah. the world blew up. But um, yeah. Yeah. Because there's a conversation going on about Wanda and like escaping justice for the people of West Westview. Westview, yeah. And it's it's kind of like it's interesting because in real life there was a guy that claimed he had uh, not dissociative order uh, but multiple personalities, and the judge was like, "I'm sorry, I have to execute you because the person I'm talking to now may not be the one that did it, but someone has to be held accountable." The difference is Hydra's involved and he's a soldier. And he yeah. was brainwashed. So at least there's like motive, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Where is um, Zemo gonna get involved? <laughs> You're right. Uh I think he gets involved with the flag smashers, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe like here's the question. Did Zemo disappear in the last five years? Have we thought about that? Have we thought about have these villains disappeared or not? Like you know what I mean? That's just part of what I've been wondering. The other thing I've been wondering is half the population blips out, right? Yeah. Uh, we, we already know how weird the, the prison system is and stuff like that. What if they're pulling out criminals and things like that to operate things just to keep the country running? What if people are they're being given these opportunities that you never would have had, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden people come back you know, I, I don't. I think there's. I, I can't wait to find out more about what happened during that five years. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be like Arrow, but, but good. <laughs> <laughs> You're not I, wrong. I, yeah, I'm gonna piggyback on that idea. Like, what if the Thunderbolts were a team that, like, the government said blipped. Like, whether those are villains that they were like they disappear. The government made them disappear, and they're like, yeah, they blipped. But then they do them on off-the-books operations. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I mean, they rebranded them. You know, that's what Thunderbolts are. <laughs> yeah, you know? The logistics we, of the blip are so insane. Yeah. You know? All I mean, the prison guards, go on. Not all, half. No, well, but you don't... Okay, you don't know. it's random. Yeah, it's at random. Yes, yeah. It is, it is, right. It's, it's the law of averages, of course. There is a small chance that all the prisoners disappeared and all the guards were still there, or vice versa, um, right? Like Sam's family with his with his nieces and nephews, he said like the way he said it made it sound like they didn't blip at all, because they grew up, right? Mm-hmm. And and he didn't. So yeah, yeah. Vagabondage says Zemo is the organizer behind the Flag Smashers. Harith uh, Harith edits is I always theorize that Zemo broke out of jail once the blip started. Yeah, if you bla- if you break out of jail when the blip happens, people are just gonna think you blipped. Yeah. What happens if like I don't know the, the prison shut down because everyone was gone and then people blipped back into it and it's shut down or like not locked or I don't know like so much I want to just I yeah. just imagine sitting in an electric chair and they're just like watching the clock and then just everything blips and you're like. 
Uh, All right. <laughs> there's yeah. whatever the straps. Do, there's do, one do situation. Still go. What's that? There's one situation I I just I always think about is is you, you go to to the bathroom, you go to pee in the toilet, and yeah. then someone comes back and they're sitting on it, and you're like, uh. <laughs> Well, this is awkward. When Hulk snapped, yeah. he thought of all that. <laughs> or, okay, I know for, like, I believe for a fact that that Hulk, when he snapped, he said, bring everybody back safely. But awkwardly is, is still safe, right? Sure. So, like, like, again, but in the first snap, there are people who died who, in the first snap, that didn't get snapped. Like, for instance, right. like, a cheerleader, cheerleaders are doing a big pyramid, and half the cheerleaders disappear. And then the other half falls to the ground. Maybe somebody dies. That person's never coming back. Was that your go-to when you thought the blip? It's like, man, if I was at the top of the pyramid, <laughs> I am so fucked. Yeah. Like, for me, it's like heavy machinery, nuclear, like, reactor, uh, pilot. Obviously, I think everybody thought of that when Fury was calling Captain Marvel. Well, Skrull Fury? I don't know. We don't know. I mean, uh, let's face it. Uh, Scott Lang had basically the worst case scenario. Uh, everyone blipped while he was like <laughs> in the quantum zone. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, yeah. There's there's so many questions, and I'm I'm really glad that this show is really digging into that minutia. All these random questions we have about the blip, like I think that these shows are slowly going to cover it for example like you remember the netflix marvel shows took place right after the first avengers movie so they would constantly bring up the battle of new york and like all the yep. like stuff like this these marvel shows seem to be taking place after the blip and it's all gonna re reference the blip you know so, what marvel's good at is they're they're good at writing prompts so it's yeah. like alien tech is everywhere or this is a world where asgardians visit midgar and like yeah. that affects people, right? If this, then what? Yeah, that's uh, a constant like tool. I I, I chuckled when you said Battle for New York because it just made me think of the game Def Jam. I don't know if you uh, played that. It's 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 a Is fighting that the one game. Where the rappers fight, <laughs> and it's four player, I, and it's like really blocky. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, really, I, really really I was really good with Snoop. I was really good with Snoop. Okay, that's your main. All right. <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, Snoop, yeah. <laughs> as we as we end this, uh, whatever platform you guys are, are watching this on, please click follow. Please do what you can. Click like, click follow, that sort of thing. If you're on volume.com slash The Keeg Show, uh, please click follow. Uh, help us out. If you're watching it on volume.com, you don't have an account, create an account. Help us out. Uh, you get some free amps uh, when you're on volume.com and you create an account. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you know, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. If you're on, if you're on uh, 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 Twitch, uh, like and subscribe. Uh, thank you so much for for that. Um, I'd like to thank the audience out there for being an awesome audience. Um, thank you, Superbeard, for gifting gifting oh, uh, subs to, to everybody. Oh, thank you so much. Nice. Um, we also on Volume.com we hit second place in the hourly contest, which is a really good thing, uh, and that's also always super cool. Um, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is not going to be like WandaVision where we're going to speculate stuff, but I hope that they really dig deep into these topics so that we can really dissect like what it means to be in those positions because I, I would really like to explore that um, 
not only in the show, but in the after show, you know? Um, Brandon, do you have any, like, closing thoughts about the show uh, before we get going? Um, yeah, the, the production value is top-notch. Uh, they are so killing good. it. I, I don't, I don't know what the budget is, but it's high. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to start making some content, um, not for predictions, but just to cover some of these characters that are surrounding this that we might see, because who knows, it may, it may raise someone's enjoyment of it to know that someone, you know, might be important down the line. Um, that being said, yeah, you guys can find me on, um, on TikTok with uh, Darth Chaco or on YouTube with Darth Chocolate. Um, those are the main two ones. Yeah, I have Instagram and stuff like that, but I am bad at checking it. So I apologize for you guys who re- try to reach out to me. Um, uh, always good to have you, Brandon. Uh, uh, you're a pleasure to have. Uh, uh, also, oh, uh, Harith Edit says, also during the High Ground podcast, I realized where I recognized Pereira was from. He was on a uh, Return of the Revenge of the Sith uh, novelization podcast review show. I was. Oh. Do you remember? Talking about me? <laughs> Talking about me, Pereira? <laughs> when was I on? Revenge of the Sith. Uh, was I? Maybe it was a different Demetri Pereira. Who knows? Um, oh. I got one of those faces, I guess. Um, I should Google my. Well, I've, I've Googled myself. There's like a famous, famous cricketer that has my name. Anyway, the point being is, uh, uh, Paul, uh, you got any closing thoughts before we get going? We have time for scrolls on the show. And oh, there's so much in those trailers. Like, yeah. obviously, they're going to go to Madripoor, you know? And, like, are there scroll heads on the walls? Like... Yeah, because, like, I think when you try to put too much in, you don't get anything. So it probably is just Flag Smashers, Zemo. And then maybe at the end, maybe just a little little taste. After Again, I think credits. the Bradleys. I think the Bradleys are going to be big. Yeah. I think that the Super Soldier Serum is going to be a big thing in this. It has yeah. to be. You got John Walker, U, uh, U.S. agent. Like Every time you say that, I think powers. whiskey. Which yeah. John Walker? Uh, green? Black? Red? <laughs> Blue label? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's part of... I mean, that was a big part of the comic run, or where the comic run started, was with a leak um someone someone hacked you know shield and leaked some stuff and uncovered some pretty dark things that um sam was definitely against cap was against them too so yeah, yeah that would be something uh, along the lines of being um dark enough that they wouldn't want <laughs> um that they wouldn't want uh, to to come out yeah yeah. Uh, also, are scrolls gonna be the new the new Mephisto? Everyone's a scroll. Everyone's a scroll. Are we? Didn't they announce a a project though for um, Secret Invasion? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Secret Invasion is gonna come out next year with with Nick Fury. So definitely scrolls there. But will they leak out into other shows? I don't know. All I know is there are certain TikTokers out there that are gonna go. It is a definite fact that scrolls are that <laughs> scrolls are everywhere, and Captain America's a scroll. The bunny from WandaVision's a scroll. It is a definite fact. 
You heard we're, it here first. We're going to get a flashback to Helmet Zero, because this is Baron Zero, Zemo, we're dealing with in the MCU. <laughs> and then we're going to have a conversation about Nazis. Um, no. But definite, 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 no no doubt about it, beyond reasonable doubt, scrolls. Anyway, that's my that's my impression of certain TikTokers. Hashtag scroll uh, All right. No doubt in my mind, the bunny is a scroll. Um, all right, guys. Thank you guys uh, so much for uh, watching this show uh, on whatever platform you're on. Uh, please give us a like. Please give us a subscribe or follow or whatnot. Uh, this is a weekly show, so this will be up every uh, uh, every week after these episodes air. Uh, we got some amazing. Uh, people scheduled. Um, uh, we have, uh, I know Vagabondage is in episode three. Uh, and Seattle's Beauty, if you know the cosplayer, she's going to be in on episode four. Um, we also have the geek king himself, Trevor Reese. Uh, he is on uh, episode two. So we're going to have a lot of, a lot of awesome people schedule out. There's only six episodes in this. And then we start Loki. So that'll be fun i mean that's a show that's gonna have a lot of questions and theories uh for for everything that they do it'll but, make you uh, say yeah. wow <laughs> and owen wilson is in it owen yeah. wilson is in uh owen wilson is it uh thank you pyro Ouroboros. Wow. um um i'm surprised uh yeah that KeyCon happened and uh 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 it ran pretty well pretty pretty smoothly yeah. so uh we'll see where we go from here uh, hopefully a lot more content. I'm trying to up the, the live stream content. So stay tuned for everything that the Keeg has to offer. Uh, thank you again, Brandon. Everybody follow Brandon at, uh, uh, at all his Darth Choco uh, social media that you can see right there, plus his YouTube, Darth Chocolate. Uh, follow Paul Lau over there at Mr. Plow or at Paul Lau Jokes. Yeah. Not to be confused with Paolo Jokes. Yeah. Oh, and thank you, Volume. You've been great. I, I really like the... Volume, volumes, volumes, a nice group of people. Um, um, they've they've treated us well. So if you guys ever get a chance, check out volume.com. They have mostly musicians. We are the only like big niche content on that site, but uh, you know we're we're doing we're doing our part, doing our part. Either way, thank you guys so much. Uh, take care. Have a great night. Get some sleep. Uh, oh, hey, I I thought that was Paul, but it, I don't think that's Paul anymore. It where. Uh, is that's just some guy on the street <laughs> on top of hat? <laughs> okay. Oh, he's an extra disguise. That's his Marvel Cinematic Universe disguise. All right. Peace out, everybody. What is Five he hats. Is, is, <laughs> he's in his Marvel Cinematic Universe disguise. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> nobody will ever just. <laughs> this, is, this is. Are there more hats, Paul? Are there more hats? Oh, it's time for hats. Her Harith Edit says another. I'm just gonna. What the hell is? You are extra disguised now. I don't even know who you are anymore. Here, what is? The. It's... This Tower of Babel. Ba we thought we ba could touch God. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's that's like your twelfth hat. How many? Super Beard says Paul is the DJ Khaled of hats. Another, Another one. one. <laughs> Another one. All right. <laughs> Are you trying to put glasses on top of glasses? Oh shoot. Nope. Nope. Is it? Oh, yes. I gotta cut the. I gotta end this episode at some point, Paul. But it's it's Disney ears. It's the. <laughs>
It's the star on top of the Christmas tree. All right, that's it. Okay, all right. Peace out. Later, everybody. <laughs>